Hey, Feasters, and welcome to episode 211. And by the end of this episode, you'll learn how to handle a fit that's good, but not within your niche, so that you can actually expand with little risk. Welcome to the Ask Res podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm here to help you get past those bumps in the road, those struggles, those things that hold you back from building an amazing and profitable freelance business each and every single day. Before I jump into today's topic, can I invite you to take my 2019 roadmap survey? I'm sure that you can appreciate that it takes a lot to put out content that's helpful. If you haven't already done so, head on over to res.com survey and spend the two minutes needed to answer a few of my questions for you. It will help me be able to provide you with the content that's most helpful. See, I have a few big things planned for 2019, but I want to hear from you. These big ideas aren't worth anything if they aren't helping you. So head on over to res.com survey, and now let's get on with the show. Last week, I recorded an episode of Live in the Feast, my other podcast, longer form podcast with Andrew Askins. He's the co-founder of Crit, a company that helps non-technical founders build their idea into an actual product. Now, if you're listening to this at the end of 2018, that episode hasn't landed yet. I will surely link it up in the show notes when it does. But Andrew asked me this great question, and I thought I'd share it here since, one, the episode, like I said, won't be released for a few weeks, and two, after last week's series on get being better at sales, this fits in perfectly. For a little bit of context to how Andrew asked me this, I invited Andrew to come share his thoughts around crafting a message. Right? So we started really talking about how to do that and how do we talk about who we serve, why they should care, and how they benefit from it. And as we were chatting, we both agreed that the messaging is, for lack of a better term, marketing. It's who we target because it's who we know we can serve the most successfully. But shockingly, this isn't always who we work with. When you specialize your business, you may, well, you may be afraid that you're leaving money on the table when in actuality, you repel the bad clients and attract those people that, that one, resonate with who you are and two, want to work with you because of who you are. So as the lead comes to the business and maybe for my own business, they aren't a WooCommerce subscription-based business or they aren't using Drip for their email marketing platform, maybe they are using tools like Teachable and ConvertKit. But all the other signals that I look for on taking on a new project align. We gel from a personality perspective and I could totally support their business and what they stand for. And from their perspective, they're respecting my expertise and value my input. Well, I'm going to try to close them anyway, even if it's not my specific specialty. I'm going to though put constraints around the project, right? But I'm gonna incur I'm gonna put them down that path of trying to close them through the proposal stage. There really isn't any reason not to. It's these types of clients that have allowed me to grow my business over the past decade. 
I work with nonprofits, e-commerce, service-based businesses, coaches, memberships, and digital product-based businesses. If I took a hardline approach with everyone coming in and didn't expand my horizons as a business, I wouldn't be in business today. Now, you may be asking, this is great, Jay, but how do I determine that they are fit? This is the time that I really have learned to listen to my gut on things. I also lean heavily on being able to read that person and making sure that we can work together well. If my gut tells me something, raises a red flag internally, or I feel that something is off, then I don't push them towards that proposal stage. I try to help them the best way possible, and more often than not, I may refer them to someone else who can help them. I go into every sales call with the intention of having that person leave with value and in a better place than before we started. Letting go of the notion that every sales call needs to be closed is freeing and confidence building. No one on the planet has a 100% close rate. I don't care who you are. I'd much rather accept that reality and then be helpful and honest with the other person so that we both leave the conversation feeling good. You may approach sales differently. Maybe you want to close every deal. Maybe you feel that you have to just to keep the lights on. Well, that's where desperation comes into play. That's where you lose your position as the expert. And that's where you're going to become awkward around questions of budgets and timelines. When you let go of the thinking of having to close every single deal, you'll find yourself able to be having more productive sales calls and land more clients because you aren't any of those things that I just mentioned. If you have a question, ask Rez. That's me by leaving me a tweet at Rez or head on over to my website, Rez.com. There, in exchange for hopping on my newsletter, I'll tell you exactly how to get the best clients. Till next time, it's your time to live in the feast.